0: Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Hi, welcome back to the radio program. Boy, it's our pleasure. Right now on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline, ladies and gentlemen, today is a day in which he says to anyone that asks him, I am 100% Canadian. I've got 100% maple (laughs) syrup running through my veins. Not 50%, 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, the mayor of Maple Valley, Ian Furness. Hi, Ian. Good, good morning. How are yes, you? Summer. How, How are did good? you celebrate last night with your fellow countrymen through a no hitter?
1: Uh, as soon as it ended, we hustled out the door to a uh, high school football meeting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a, you're living a hell of a life down there.
1: Okay, Isn't so, it? that's what you do. You know, that's what you do. So, yeah,
0: we have a yeah. lot of great reaction on our text line, the Heritage Distilling text line at at four nine four five one. We've asked everyone to be honest because we all were honest. Where? When did we actually find out that James Paxton had a no hitter? I found out in the top of the uh, in the ninth inning. I found out in the, in the in the ninth inning when they came back from break that he actually had a no hitter, and uh, and I saw the final three outs. Gas realized didn't realize he was at dinner and then looked on Twitter once it was over. Then he realized he had a yeah. no hitter.
2: Yeah, I, about ten minutes after it was over, I'm like, hey, look at this.
0: Uh, Feltz, I he did not realize until it was over because he was preparing no, for his two outs show. away. Two outs away. That's right. When did you wow. realize? Were you watching it? When did you realize? You had no,
1: no, I was on the computer. Um, I was working on some stuff for the golf tournament, and I, I kind of was glancing at Twitter every now and then. I said, "Oh, they're at five nothing. Oh, that's cool. I'm still five nothing. That's great. Five nothing." <laughs> and then about the seventh inning, I noticed. I, I think it was Alex Akita, or somebody said something like, "Nobody move. Nobody do anything. Stay as you are." And I'm like, "Uh oh, hmm, uh oh." And so I flipped on the TV and. Lo and behold, I see the line, and it's like, you know, I'm through seven zeros, and I'm like, okay, how about that? So, Yeah, I was late to the party, too, I'll be if honest. If
0: you. you had one thing, I put a twi- uh, a, twitch- uh, twitcher, a picture on Twitter last night of three things to celebrate. If you, you, you could choose one. If it was Tim Bits from Tim Hortons, if it was Canadian whiskey, a little R&R, or if it was poutine. I, well, give poutine. me the
1: order. Poutine. You, poutine. Wow. One. Not even a
0: hesitation. Yeah.
1: Not even a hesitation. Good, yeah. poutine. Good poutine. Good poutine. I'm going with that. Uh, Tim Bits would be two. Really? Canadian whiskey overrated. Uh, so unless it's, well, I guess we would go crown. If it was a crown, I'd go with that maybe. But, yeah, I'm going to go poutine probably. Um, yeah, I'll go poutine all day. All
2: right. Our poll question is asking people what the biggest key was. And right now, second place, uh, the, the runaway winner, is the biggest key to Pax's no-hitter is the eagle landing on his head. That's when it all started. Yeah. Uh, but 28% of our voters uh, say that he ate pregame poutine soaked in R&R. Which you'd have to admit would make a guy pretty fearsome out God, there on the mound. And, and that'd be pretty
0: damn tasty. R and R.
1: That brings me back to some days gone by. Yeah. Much younger, much more hungover. That's a that's yeah. an old <laughs> reference right there.
0: Thank you. Thank you very uh, much. I'm here to help. <laughs> All right, Ian. I know you'll have plenty on your countrymen coming up at 1 o'clock. I don't know how Ian will actually get through the show today. So The the Canadian pride is just running through him. Uh, I brought this. We brought this up a few weeks ago, and we kind of loosely touched on it. And I, You and I have have kind of chatted like when we were, were crossing our paths uh, from show to show about this subject. And, I, and I'm curious from your perspective. Obviously, the NHL playoffs are underway. Game 7 is tomorrow between Nashville and Winnipeg, right? So that's in the Western right. Conference. And Correct, so yeah. Whoever wins that will face Las Vegas, and then we'll have the four set because in the east it's Tampa Bay and the Capitals. I've been wondering this. Th- it's been a great, unbelievable season for the Las Vegas Knights, and everyone here is watching it locally because we're getting a hockey team here in a couple of years. Is it, if they beat, and they, will they be the favorite, let me ask you this. No, no. They won't be no. the favorite against either of these teams?
1: No, they'll be, they'll be the first time in the playoffs they haven't had home ice advantage as well. Okay, mm-hmm. the, the NHL's got this goofy setup where uh, really you can make a, a pretty strong argument that maybe not as much in the East, but certainly in the West... Uh, the top teams played each other in the first couple rounds, and certainly the, in the Western Conference semifinals, I, I don't think there's any doubt that the two best teams are, are uh, okay. Nashville and, and Winnipeg. You, you know, and I
2: understand why you call it goofy, uh, uh, Ian. I've looked, I kind of like it because it promotes more regional play within the playoffs, which, which meant like out West, we got to see the West teams play. Right. Each other. It doesn't always, it's not always going to work that way, but it's kind of designed to do that. The old idea that, hey, you seed and you always have the, the best teams, you, you wait as long as you can till they play each other, but I don't mind this that much.
1: Well, it- the part of it that's good gas is that yeah you had California against Nevada basically in the first two rounds and then you know uh what Colorado against Manitoba and and you know Nashville Minnesota almost I mean I guess it was Colorado Winnipeg and, and Minnesota the first round and yeah that Colorado, was tenacity, Nashville mm-hmm. the second yeah I mean so those were fine I you know it's one of the things that can be great when Seattle comes into the into the league is you're going to have a lot more geographic. Uh, rivalries taking place. Certainly Seattle, Vancouver people talk about, but I think Seattle and the Alberta teams and Seattle maybe as well with with the California teams and maybe even Vegas. I mean, it's just, it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, it's truly gonna feel like the West. I mean, remember for for a long time, the NHL, Detroit was the Western Conference champion year in and year out, a team in the Eastern time zone, which is just idiotic so right. yeah it's been all right but yeah no to answer your question jace they they will not be the favorite okay. um both those teams are are i think better but you know <laughs> so far vegas so, has it bucked all the odds anyway so, so who knows
0: so i've always won i've always wanted this and again you know when I, when I go when i think of hockey i think of you you are my hockey you are our hockey expert in this town and the gas you've always been a, a massive hockey fan uh, throughout the years and so i think that it's perfect that both of you guys are on this because i've wondered this if because I thought if, if Vegas reaches the Stanley Cup finals and if they win it, I thought, man, this is is this bad for the league if they win it in their very first year? Then I then I would ask myself, okay, let me let's say it's Seattle and Seattle were were to win it in their first year. I wouldn't be like, Well, this is bad for the league. Right. Because right, I'm we'd be right. fans. But I I'm curious for, from your perspective, Ian. I guess both locally for the expansion team you know, when when Seattle gets a team here, and then I, also the question nationally. If Vegas were to win it all, what, would it be good or bad uh, for the league as a whole? And would it be good or bad for locally here for hockey fans?
1: Well, let's start with locally because I, I think for locally it would be bad. And, and because already I think and it's now I think Vegas getting to the playoffs was great for Seattle. It, you know, and it was and, and maybe even even if they would have just barely missed out, but all the enthusiasm. But I mean, Vegas getting to the playoffs is good for Seattle and in in our expansion franchise here because it shows you can be competitive under the format and you're not going to be a bottom feeder. You know, I mean, the MLS has, has done it right over the last, I don't know, guess, how many expansions have the, has the MLS had in the oh. last you know decade? A ton, right? A, a ton, but, yeah. But those teams have all been, for the most part, competitive, right? You know, I mean, Seattle hasn't missed the playoffs. Portland might have missed it once. Uh, the Whitecaps a couple times, but they've always been competitive. And Atlanta I mean, came know,
2: in and has been good. Yeah,
1: yeah. They've Minnesota has been you know was competitive. I mean, so you know the MLS did it right. Whereas you know in the past with NFL and NBA teams, I mean they're just horrific for years and years. And and the last time the NHL expanded uh, in, in a big way, none of those teams were good for a long time. So they've shown they can be good and competitive. So at least you know if you're buying a season ticket for Seattle, you're going to be a competitive team. Now that they've now they've set a bar that's unreasonably high, and although the expansion rules will be the same, you know you you, you keep roughly one to two goaltenders and roughly you know eight to ten skaters, depending on how many defensemen, because there's more of a priority on that, etc. Uh, that's how many you can protect, and, and those, those expansion rules are, are are the same as Vegas had. Well, the NHL GMs who just got fleeced. By by George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon, the the GM and assistant GM for Vegas, they just got fleeced before. Well, they kind of know what happened. I mean, they they know what to expect the next time around. That's not going to happen this this next time. Seattle will have a good competitive team. I don't doubt that at all. But I think to think that you're going to get guys like Riley Smith and William Carlson and James Neal and just handed to you. I mean, hell, Florida handed the top two playoff scores to, to Vegas. And Marshall and 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 Smith just handed them over. Here you go. Here you go. Top two scorers in the playoffs for Vegas. Now, Vegas doesn't have anybody in the top ten in scoring in the playoffs because they haven't played as many games. But, I mean, they just handed those two guys over. That won't happen this time. They'll get some salary cap guys. They'll get some, you know, like people want to dump a salary cap. I mean, think football. Like if there's a Richard Sherman out there that you want to dump his salary and and you'd be stuck with it because there's a hard cap in the NHL, then maybe, you know, you get a couple of those types of guys to make yourself competitive. But uh, but I think to think that they're going to be a Stanley Cup contender in the first year like Vegas is, I, I think that's unrealistic.
2: The uh, the thing with Vegas also that helps them, I think, and I don't know how much it helped them this year, Ian, you know the roster better than me, but I think going forward will help them, is player whoever the first pro franchise was to get there was going to have such a love affair because the people there had been oh, thirsting yeah. for something they could call their own. It's the ultimate transient city, and the, but but it's got millions of people who live there and like... We just want something we can call our own. And then also the fact that the weather's great. It's kind of a fun city to live in. If you're, if you're in your 20s and you've got a little money, i got to think guys are going to be lining up to go there as free agents. And, and even last year with, the, with the, some of the free agents they signed, I'm sure it was not a hard sell at all to go, look, I know it's an expansion team, but it's in Vegas. I'll give that a try.
1: Well, I think it, it part of it, too, Gath, is a good point, because with Vegas you have some guys in the NHL that live there. You know, right, like right. in the off season, you know, there, Arizona, what have you. I mean, there's a lot of guys that actually live there. And, and you know, I know when I was in the IHL slash AHL, there was a team in Vegas that played in the Thomas and Mac that was really successful for many years. Um, it's always been a good hockey market in terms of fans kind of have enjoyed the game. Uh, and many players over the years have, have you know, they go there, they hang out there, they maybe have a place there, that type of thing. And so Vegas was a destination. Now, I will tell you this. You know, just from talking to guys around the league and, and, you know, and media people and even some ex players that are in our area, Seattle will be a destination for free agents. Make no mistake. This will, this will not be a place where people will not want to, to the contrary, you're close to Canada. You're an easy flight, you know, a drive or an easy flight across the border. If you want to even go to Ontario, it's fairly easy from Seattle. And, bull oh, by the way, we don't have a GST, PST, and any other T-tax you have out here, unless you live in Seattle, of course. And, uh, I mean, if you live in this area, you you avoid the Canadian taxes, That you're on the border in a great, desirable place to live. This this will be a destination after a couple of years
0: for free agents. Make no mistake about that. And pot's legal, and we know about hockey players and their potty and you know, you know, yeah, we don't need sure that's another show. They're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just good, clean Canadian but kids. Let me let me exactly. ask you again, uh, uh Ian Furness is on with us, the mayor of Maple Valley, uh joining us, We're just asking the question, does, does the Vegas Knights reaching the Stanley Cup finals help or hurt the sport? Let me ask you as a as a hockey purist though. I mean the D backs, they won it in their fourth year. Yeah. Uh the Marlins won it in their fifth year. And people just kill them for it. And and I you know, Softy has talked about this a lot and I, I would tend to agree with him. There's something about paying your due in sports. Sure. And I don't know how long you have to pay your due, but it feels like you have to kind of go through it a few times of heartbreak before you actually win it. We went through that, obviously, with, uh, with the Seahawks. Now, the Sonics, for the, the Golden Age, they, they did go through the heartbreak, but they didn't actually pull through and able to, to win the whole thing. If the Mariners ever win the World Series, they have paid their due. Um, so, as a hockey purist, though, do you like the idea of them winning it all in their first year?
1: No, not at all. Um, and, and and now, as part of it's twofold, part of it's what you said, and I guess, and that's just, I guess that's petty. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. really petty on my part, and I think a lot of people's parts. I, I don't like it. Now, I, I will say this: I'm rooting hard. The two teams in the Western Conference, actually, you know what? Whoever wins it outside of Tampa Bay, I, I, you know, assuming it's not vegas i mean if it's nashville winnipeg or washington that would be great i mean listen no fan base has suffered more than the washington capitals fan base uh and and alex ovechkin is i I love him as a player he plays it the right way um you know honest hard-working kid player i mean i like him a lot i think he deserves it uh obviously with nashville is just uh, being there in the fall for the seahawk game it's crazy they have they have such an affinity for that Mm -hmm. team they love that hockey team, and it's really helped that. I mean, listen, it's you know that that's a, a region where hockey's growing and so forth. I'd love to see Nashville win it. And Winnipeg is the Seattle of, of the NHL. They lost their team, they had their team stolen, mm-hmm. sent to a town that it should, should never have gone to in Atlanta, or in Phoenix rather, and then they get it back. You know, then they get a team back, and they've built that thing. Kevin is officer GM, he has built that team the right way, ground up. Drafting well, some some smart trades along the way. Uh, they play they play a good, hard, heavy, honest game. They come at you. They got speed. They got size. They're, there's a little bit of old school in them. I love how Winnipeg plays. Uh, so I mean, any of those teams that win it as a play, you know, now you're right with 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 Vegas. Pay your dues, man. You know, and I guess that's just the bitter Sonic slash Mariner fan yeah. in me. But pay your dues. Well, I mean, I. You know who who went like Tennessee went to the Super Bowl really early, right? In their mm-hmm. tenure, probably. Yeah. yeah, I mean they went they moved from Houston. I get that, but still, was a new team. Yeah, pay your dues. Pay your dues.
2: Well, here's where here's who it could hurt. Ironically, is uh, um, is Vegas. Ask Florida what happens when you win the World Series so quick. The, there's no reason for the fans to go back. Yeah. Like, why am I going to buy tickets? Well, if you gosh, suck now? you're
1: right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how right are you? Because. You know, that and, and listen, you know, the Panthers have had success and the Tampa Bay Lightning had success. I mean, I'm sure Lai can tell stories that I mean, yeah. w- with fan bases that aren't, you know, that don't have a tradition and a past that didn't have a big buildup, all of a sudden you just have success, boom, you win. Well, then what's next? You know, like, like what's next? I mean, there's got to be, there's got to be a grind. Now, you maybe you don't want to be the Toronto Raptors. And always be really good, and then always fall. which just kind of what the Washington Capitals are. You know, you're always good, and then somehow you fall apart. Or you have, you know, the Capitals forever had had uh, had the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think they knocked them off. What was it seven straight series or something? And you know, I mean, the Raptors have that with Cleveland and LeBron. The, you know, there is that part of it. But yeah, you're right. I mean, you win it, and then all of a sudden, what's next? You know, I mean, you expect to win it every year. I think I think in a sense, for Vegas, it would be bad for business. Although I still. There's part of me that still thinks it's a pretty good fan base. Uh, just I was there a couple of weeks ago. I mean, it's, it's nuts how, how crazy they are. I mean, everywhere I went, and I don't know if they're tourists or, or locals, people wearing gear, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. All
0: right, put your pants back on after uh, your Canadian threw the no-hitter last night. I'm going to ask you this because uh, I, I stumped everybody in the sports pit, okay? And I'm going to okay. test you right now. All of right. course, six no-hitters in Mariners history. One of them, though, was a combined no-hitter. Can yeah. you name the six pitchers that were in that combined no-hitter?
1: Furbush. League, Wilhelmsen. God,
0: that's only three I can get. Okay, there you
2: go. I
1: know those three. League, Wilhelmsen, and Furbush.
0: Who started? God, I can't. Don't say anything, Gas. I can't remember. I can't remember. All right, you got you got three of okay. them. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. You got three of the six. All right, uh, maybe, maybe have the three. Have, well, how, saintly. I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Because you have to think about it. Then at one o'clock, you have the correct answer. Because I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask other people to come up with it. He may look on his phone here in about twenty seconds. I know, and, find and out. he can figure it out. Yeah, it's I want, not our job to do your prep yeah, for you. Well, for correct order, all right. Isn't there a thing called the Google, I can just Google or it, or yeah. you can go to the front page of your paper. It's right there. Um, all right, we'll see you at one o'clock. Peace. All right, there he is. Uh, Ian Furness uh, coming up uh, again at one o'clock. Joining us on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. I think it's a fascinating story.